You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with Gregor Chisholm, our MLB.com Blue Jays reporter. As we get into MLB.com Extras, our Blue Jays edition once again. And, Gregor, uh, we have one more position to break down as far as the roster goes. That's the catching spot, and we'll throw in DH as well into that mix. But, hey, spring training's underway. So let's start right there. You're down in Dunedin. Uh, things are underway. Pitchers and catchers getting things going. Any first impressions of this Blue Jays team as they trickle in to Florida? Well, I think the first impression is that the strength of the team is already here. I mean, this team is really built around the starting five, and uh, the Jays are going to take it a little bit slow with some of their starters this year. they got to uh, kind of keep an eye on Aaron Sanchez and Marcus Stroman and guys like that after the high uh, innings total that they put up last year, but they've reported the camp perfectly fine. The range should be off once the regular season gets underway, and the Jays are really confident with what they have in, in their starting five. And uh, the rest, it's, it's going to take a little while to sort out. There's going to be some some question marks in that bullpen. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to take the next few weeks to really kind of settle on some roles and figure out what the configuration is going to look like. But uh, this team's going to have to win from the mound in order to to really contend in the American League East. And those are the guys that are in camp right now. And one interesting uh, decision to make is around Biagini. And you uh, have a story up on the. Side right now uh is he still the great reliever that he was a year ago or now that you could send him down to the minors um, because he's no longer has that rule five rule attached to him should he go back to a starter role that he had before joining the blue jays what do you think they end up doing you know that's a really good question i think he's going to end up in the bullpen i i think john gibbons likes him down there uh, i think they feel that there's a need for him down there but it's something that they're going to have to still debate over the next few weeks because you know, the Jays do have, as I said before, the, the starting five really locked down, but they don't have any depth really at all to speak of after that. And I think, you know, the concern is is what happens if, if something happens to one of their guys and they get hurt. And so one thing they are going to do this spring, they're going to stretch Biagini out. They're going to, you know, extend his arm a little bit and try and build up some of his workload. My expectation is that by the end of camp, if everything's fine with the, the current starters, they're going to move him into the bullpen and go forward that way. And once he goes to the bullpen, they'll probably stay there but this gives them a little bit more flexibility over the next month they can just take a look at their starting five see how everything is and if something happens to one of those guys then Biagini becomes the clear-cut guy to, to come in in that number five slot yeah and you could always stretch him back out if need be when that time comes all right uh, John Gibbons has spoken a little bit already this spring uh, and a little bit about his contract because hey this is the last year of his deal but he doesn't seem too concerned about it no he doesn't at all and uh, Gibbons is a very laid-back guy to begin with, uh, but this one is, is is pretty understandable for him to be uh, laid back about. Um, you know, Ross Atkins was was on record at the end of last season saying uh, that they wanted to sign him. The two sides were going to talk at the winter meetings uh, initially. Uh, Gibbons had to miss that for personal reasons, and so they didn't end up having the contract negotiations there. And and what Gibbons told the front office was, "Look, you guys got a lot of work to do this off season. Don't worry about me right now. We can take care of that later." And uh, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. I, I fully expect 
an extension to be worked out before spring training. I don't think it's going to take very long to do. I think it's 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 one of the last things that the Jays have on their to-do list before the start of the season. But the expectation uh, from both sides is that there's interest and that something will get done. All right, let's get back into the roster a little bit and the catchers. And obviously, Russell Martin was brought in to, to be a steadying force there behind the the plate and he's been just that in his first two years with the Blue Jays uh, the Canadian native uh, he's a fan favorite he kind of checks all the boxes behind the plate is there any concern that he's starting to get a little bit older and there may, may be some regression well I think the concern is the workload I mean last year he had the highest workload he had in about five or six seasons and uh, you know that's not really something that you want to see again I think he's going to benefit from the fact that R.A. Dickey is no longer on this roster, which means the Blue Jays don't have to carry his personal catcher, Josh Tolley. Uh, they brought in Jared Saltalamacchia, who's a little bit more of a, of a proven backstop uh, than Tolley is. Um, there's some defensive question marks to Saltalamacchia, but he brings some upside with the bat. And I just think the overall experience there is going to help the Jays in general. And what they really need to do is, is pick their spots with Saltalamacchia. And I think they need to bring the number of games down from Martin because uh, he simply can't continue that high workload. I mean, we, we saw last year really took a toll on him. I think down the stretch, he kind of struggled uh, in September and going into the playoffs. And, uh, you know, there was, there was a left knee injury. That was one of the reasons. But I, I think the other reason was, was just general fatigue from having such a heavy workload. And so uh, I think that's the main concern. Other than that, I think Martin is, you know, he's, he's proven what he is. Uh, he's, he's a streaky bat at times. There are weeks where he can help carry a lineup. And, and then there are times when he goes through a prolonged slump. But the one thing you know you're always going to get from him is obviously the goal club caliber defense behind the plate. And that's not going to change. And uh, for a team that's really built around pitching, uh, it's a really nice commodity to have to have a proven guy like Martin uh, working with that staff. Salta Lamacchia, veteran guy, obviously won a World Series with the Red Sox, had some great years there, both defensively and he was good uh, at the plate, at the dish, swinging the bat. That hasn't been the case the last couple of years, but I guess they're not too concerned about getting offense out of that backup catcher role. Not, not as much. Um, you know, I think regardless of, of what Salt and going to be able to do, it, it should be a, a better offensive contribution than, than what Josh Tully was able to do for this team over the last few years. And uh, so I think there, there's an upgrade there. But you're right. You know, he, he's certainly a guy who has a track record in the past of being a very good offensive player. But as, he, as you said, the last couple of years hasn't quite been there. And I think that's one of the main reasons why Salt and had to wait as long as he did to reach a deal. You know, I just talked to him earlier today and said this is the, the he, you know, he reached the deal in, in mid to late January. That's the latest uh, he's ever signed a deal before. Uh, so there was some uncertainty for him coming into this year, but uh, he had a couple of different offers, uh, the minor league variety that the Jays ultimately offered to him. And uh, I think he took a look at this situation, saw that the, the back catching job was there up for grabs. And, and if he were to agree to a deal, it was probably going to be his. And, uh, you know, he was looking forward to, to getting back into the American League East as well. I mean, his best years came with the Red Sox, really thrived in that environment. And he, he talked about how much he's, he's looking forward to, to kind of getting in back into those AL East rivalries that he's so familiar with. How about the depth beyond those two guys? Who who else is there if things don't work out with Salta Lamacchia, or, or could somebody else step up and kind of steal that from him? Yeah, you know, the, the one surprise is the Jays cut ties with A.J. Jimenez before spring training, and, and that caught me a little bit off guard. They, they uh, had a numbers crunch with the 40-man roster and, and needed to make spots for, for some of the relievers they signed late in the offseason. So uh, Jimenez was the odd man out there, and he was out of options anyways. And so uh, you know, he, there was a realistic possibility that they were going to lose him on waivers eventually. But that is a blow to their depth. 
You know, I think one of the primary guys they'll have uh, as a backup this year is, is going to be Reese McGuire, a prospect they acquired last year in the, the Francisco Liriano deal. Uh, he's going to be someone to watch. Um, he's not going to win a spot in spring training, uh, but if something were to happen to Martin, uh, or Saltalamachia during the year, he's going to be someone to really keep an eye on because he's going to be one of the first lines of defense uh, if that were to, to happen. But the immediate priority for him is to get him regular at-bats and regular repetitions in the minor leagues. All right, the designated hitter spot, obviously Kendrys Morales signed in the offseason, and he's going to get a lot of time there. How many games do you think Morales spends at DH? Does he become kind of a full-time guy there, or will they use some games to get maybe Jose Bautista off his feet and other guys into that spot? Well, I think the one thing to watch with Morales this year is you know, the Jays seem pretty intent on giving him uh, some reps at first base as well. I mean, he's not going to be the first baseman of this team. Uh, he's going to mo- get by far the most at-bats at DH, but um, you know, getting him over and a little bit acclimatized to first base would open up the occasional possibility where you can put him there and then you can rotate guys in. And to me, that's going to be really key. Uh, Morales does have a lot of defensive issues at first base, so it kind of remains to be seen whether or not he's going to be up to the task for that. Uh, but if they can get away with him playing some games at first base, it really opens up a lot of possibilities, particularly for a guy like Batista. There are going to be times you want to get him uh, off his feet in right field, particularly after the injuries he went through last year. Uh, to me, that's going to be big for this team because we saw, you know, last year, the last prior to last season, the last few years, uh, the Jays had always had that kind of permanent DH, and, and that really kind of limited the flexibility that they had around the diamond. Last year, when Edwin Encarnacion basically made a full-time transition to first base, that really opened up the possibilities for lots of things. We saw Josh Donaldson get some time at DH last year. We saw Jose Batista, uh, when, he, when he got injured, spend an extended amount of time uh, at DH as well. Uh, those are the types of options and flexibility that this team is going to need. And so it's going to be, obviously, Morales, the, the first priority is his bat, but if he can provide any kind of value whatsoever with his glove which is a question mark um that's going to be big for this team great stuff as always gregor enjoy your time down in florida i know you're just getting started this has been mlb.com extras our blue jays edition for gregor chisholm i'm tim mcmaster tune in again next time mlb.tv premium the number one live streaming sports service is celebrating 13 years watch every out of market regular season game live or on demand in true hd real-time highlights live look-ins pitch tracking widget and more mlb.tv TV Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.